Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today we are here with the amazing Marianne Message. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you. Oh, and how is Canada? Is it nice and cool? Because I know it. I'm in Florida, so it's still toasty and hot like all year long. So, uh... oh, well, relative to you, uh, it's probably pretty cold. But for this time of year, I'm in Alberta, so I'm about four thousand feet above sea level. So we just had a sprinkle of snow today, although it's warmed up enough to melt the snow, so it's not sticking around. So it's a little chilly, but it's. Oh, perfect. have a gray sky like uh, there's always some some sun at some point each day <laughs> yeah well hopefully it's a mild winter for you not too cold and uh yeah <laughs> i'll send some warm air up if you send some cold down hey there's a go i'd like that oh so i love to start off with the hardest question okay. tell us who is Mary Ann Message? She is uh, hmm, a light being, a warrior. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an average person um, who ha- loves music. Um, is creative, uh, likes to share her thoughts in a musical way, my life experiences, and. Uh, Hmm. I always uh, take a look at anything that was wrong in my life uh, and use it as a tool and become a better person because of it. So I'm grateful for mm, anything that was an obstacle or a negativity thing in my life. So, mm, yeah, I don't know. Easy. Get along with people. Pretty good. Social. Oh, one thing you didn't know about me is I used to host karaoke for eight years. So uh, I'm a an encourager cause, because I would have people come up singing on the stage that would have never, ever considered singing. And I just got a lot of joy. Out of it, so. oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. It's always nice to know those little nuances about people that you just don't know. You'd be like, unless you obviously know them personally or something like that, you know? So, mm-hmm. so I well, was listening. Really, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I said it was really rewarding watching somebody who's scared out of their mind go from barely being audible on a microphone and you have it up so high it's squealing to a year later to them saying no you don't need to be on the stage with me anymore i'll sing it it's like that's awesome it is so great watching people grow for sure Mm -hmm. yeah i will say i I, i've done karaoke but i don't recommend anyone really listening so you know i'm the uh, i can carry a tune in a bucket on a good day that's it but 
you know, at least not kill your ears and make them bleed. That's where I am. So that's my level of, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's talk about your release, uh, Bucket List. Now, that album, I was listening to that. That's a great album, by the way. Tell me, what inspired that? I have always had a dream of being either um, someone in or in the uh, or a a singer. However, um, I'm getting a call on the other line here, and it's driving me nuts. It's for work. (laughs) Sorry, I have to ignore it. It was a dream as a child. I used to sing to my parents 45s and 78 records to a whole bunch of stuffies on the couch as I was standing on the hearth. And uh, so I've always wanted to sing. So after a lifetime of competing in motocross and getting head injury, I decided to retire from that and I pursued music started learning the guitar the bass and then I started learning songwriting and I entered kiss me in the rain in a songwriting contest in the province of British Columbia and it was one of the 20 that were selected out of all of the people in the province that applied for this thing and won a weekend workshop with Ron and Sue Irving, uh, well-renowned world writers, songwriters. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's just something that was in me. I never had to think. It just happened. It's just what I wanted to do. That's beautiful. Absolutely. So now for you, was there a favorite song off there? That's not easy. That's like picking a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick a favorite child or pet or, yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah, there is one song I'm rather a little uh, wish I did it better, and that was Smile Today. So it bothered me so bad that I actually have re-recorded it in a different key and different cadence, and I feel it's more me this time around so i'm going to be re-releasing smile today um so that's the least favorite one uh, on the album uh, <laughs> well it's exciting we that you're re-releasing it in a different version so to speak yeah for yeah. sure if you're wanting something fun and hopeful um shania twainy that would be fish, uh, fishing <laughs> Um, <laughs> really, um, my emotional one where a lot of people are losing a lot of loved ones lately. They're all just kind of dropping like flies. That one's becoming very popular and that one's sweet noise. Um, kiss me in the rain is about, um, being in a long-term relationship and having a fight, but working it out and, and uh, staying together. Tall, dark and Chevy is about a dream that makes absolutely no sense. And uh, if you want a powerhouse drive fast song, that would be the one. <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> That's a great song. 
Yeah. And show me is about being trapped in a loveless relationship. So because I'm no longer in any of those moods, I'm in a, a different kind of mood now. So it's harder for me to connect. It's really weird. They're on my own songs, but I have more of a happy, outgoing, positive attitude. So it's, I don't know, I guess it would have to be drum roll. In my current state of mind, it would be reel you in because it's fun and delightful. That's beautiful. I like that one. That is a great song. They're all great, yeah. though, but yeah, I think it's just like you said when when you said about different moods like that. I think it just depends on the day to say yeah. what song you're more drawn to. Because I mean, there are days where someone will ask me, and I'm, I usually pick a Dolly song because you know Dolly is always my first go to, right? Mm -hmm. So it just depends on the day. I mean. You know, I always have that one that's always going to be my first favorite. But, you know, one day it could be something like Applejack or the next day it could be, you know, something that's more serious, you know. So so like she re-recorded Deportees. Like that to me was such an impactful song. So that song in itself, you know, was like, it depends on the day. And I'm like, that one there could really get you, you know. So totally understand. Glad you can relate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, so tell me, who are some of the women that inspire you musically? Mm. I, um, Terry Clark, she's a Canadian artist. Um, she's so real and relatable, strong and soft. And, uh, I've met her in person and she's like six foot. She towers over me. Just, uh, uh, she, she doesn't have an air about her. You know what I mean? She doesn't have an I'm thing. Yeah. I really like that. And Gretchen Wilson, I really love her whiskey, mm, badass attitude. Yeah. And, um, more recently, Oh no, I just had a brain fart. She's saying with Eric Church. Um, brain not working. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. oh no. No way. I can't believe it. Uh, she's got tattoos, dark hair, a little bit of. Maybe Ashley McBride. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have to describe it because when you said what she's saying with her church, I'm like, hmm, I'm thinking of the women. And I'm like, hmm, got to think about this one. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is escaped me. Of course it would, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's all and good. Pat Benatar, not country, but Pat Benatar. I really relate to the 80s raspy rock kind of stuff. And uh, yeah. She'd be, I guess that's, I connect with her too. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say, but yeah. I grew up with listening to her and then listening to classic country, um, like 80s music, 90s music, 90s grunge. I went to for a while. 
I needed all that pump me up stuff for motocross pre race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you chill out afterwards with the country and home. <laughs> <laughs> and I then after it. all, yeah, country became more uh, modernized and mainstream. And I really liked the 90s country a lot, like Carleen Carter. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy her. She's upbeat and fun. And yeah. <laughs> oh, those are all great women. Absolutely. They, they are. There's too and, many and, to make. Exactly. And who doesn't love Pat Benatar? I mean, come on. She is just a killer voice. Like, I mean, that's just <clears throat> the voice. Like, I mean, yeah. 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 yeah well, she like- was be all the same time so I think I kind of have the same deal going on too yeah yeah so would you like to do our 20 crazy questions of course <laughs> I promise we won't get arrested yet <laughs> okay oh. tell me what is your dance like nobody's watching song the one song that you absolutely have to dance to Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> All this stuff's going through my head. Uh, it's going to sound funny, but uh, here we go again. This is part of my head injury. Uh <laughs> Oh, come on, Marianne. It, it's, uh, there's only, I I can see myself dancing to it, too. Uh, <laughs> caught my Joe. There we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that's great. No. I mean, it has such a great beat. I mean, come on. It's like that classic. You, you can't not move to that one. Like, I mean. At least something, right? Yeah. And I can do oh. the rain dance too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So in your opinion, what is the work the, the perfect workout genre or song? Per- perfect workout song? Yeah, like you said, you used to listen to the uh, upbeat stuff to get pumped for motocross. Oh definitely. Oh man. Uh, hard in a blender, around to oblivion, rendezvous, and I'm through with you. Uh, darn, Uh, I know what song that is. Hold on, hold on, I'm blanking out now, too. Hold on, we're all gonna be blanking out until we hate. No, rendezvous, and I'm through with you. It's a rock song. Um, yeah. I know what song you're talking. I can't even think of the name of it either because I have it going through my head, and I'm like, it's not getting to the chorus yet. Yeah. Um, it's like, we'll think about it. We'll figure it out after the show. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. And we know which song you're talking about. At least I do. I don't know about anyone else, but I do. Because <laughs> I will have that court that line stuck in my head until we're done with this, and then I will be like, I know this song. And I'll message you later tonight and be like, hey, this is a song. 
At Song by Eve 6, Inside Out. Yes. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's, That's it. Oh. Yeah. So what are the top two or your top favorite um, concerts you've ever attended? Um, my first one, Dolly Parton with Marty Stewart uh, in Vancouver. Uh, the Trues in Vancouver. <laughs> um, I went to uh, um, N- the Cusp Music Festival in uh, British Columbia, and I fell in love with these huge bald men with black shirts and tattoos and red kilts, and they're called the Mud Men. And they play rock music with bagpipes. They're good. (laughs) We have to check them out now. Yeah, they're pretty cool. That's Uh, awesome. My music listening is very diverse. Uh, And The Who. I went to see The Who. Uh, That was a good concert. Um, Prism. I liked Prism as well. So is that five? Did you say top five? Uh, I said top two, but that's okay. That's good. I love it. I love the diversity of the music. Oh, yeah. No, I'm all over the place. I did go to a Terry Clark concert in the Cloverdale um, Woodio grounds, and uh, that's where I got to meet her, and that was pretty exciting. And I also saw Ian Tyson out in uh, the Westerner in Red Deer as well. So, I mean, I'm I listened. Oh, and uh, Ray Charles. I went there with Ivan Danes, uh, professional rodeoder. Rodeoder. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a songwriter as well. So, uh, yeah. So, oh. yeah, I've there's some pretty special stuff going on out there. Absolutely. And those are some great concerts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you could recommend um, another artist or album for someone to listen to, who would you recommend? I mean, you can be a couple or a few, whatever, just something okay. that everyone well, needs to listen to. If the Americans don't know who uh, Karen Lee Batten is, mm. they her. Amazing. Uh, hmm? She's amazing. Yeah, she's from British Columbia. She used to be a karaoke host, and she sang this song, The Grape. And every time she did, my ears would just melt. It was like, oh, it's so beautiful. And then she started uh, songwriting, and uh, she picked up a label, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. she's on Canadian radio right now. Yeah. But if she's not in the States, uh, she re-released Sweet Home Alabama, I believe, with the actual songwriters, I believe it was. I don't know. I I can't remember. But anyways, she's got a really beautiful voice. She does. uh, Females. um, Does it have to be female? Could be male. No, it's just someone that people need to listen to. Okay, well, if you've never heard of Dean Ray up in Canada, he sounds like Brian Adams, but he's pretty cool. And uh, I also would recommend um, 
Todd Richard, he's in British Columbia. Aaron Prochette, these are all my friends. And uh, Brett Kissel. Brett Kissel is actually, uh, I hired his band to uh, play on my bucket list album. <laughs> so awesome. So, there you go. Oh. All great. All great ones. I mean, I know them, but I'm not sure everyone else does. So hopefully if you haven't heard any of them after we're done here, go check out Marianne's links and go check out the other artists as well. So. Yes. Sure. Tell me, do you have any guilty pleasure music? You know, the music that no one else listens, that knows you listen to, you know, like I was telling someone the other day, I was like the uh, baby shark tune was stuck in my head because someone at work did it. And I'm like, I should put this on my podcast. It's kind of addicting now. Like, well, I was working. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it would be like chakra clearing frequencies. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like sleep meditation music, stuff that's calming and gets your imagination going and connect. And then, poof, you got ideas. It's like, yes. Beautiful. So, Hypothetically, if I came to you and said I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good hiding place? I do. We'd never find it out in the mountains. Oh my gosh. Like like I said, we go horseback riding for eight hours round trip. You can go deep in the woods and uh lots of bear and wolves will eat it. And oh, mountain perfect. lions. Perfect. Yeah. I'm definitely calling you then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Kind of, sort of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, someone told me the other week, they're like, we were talking, and I think this was another Canadian artist, mind you. We were talking about this, how we never see zombies in the cold weather. So I'm like, oh, so we can just go to the mountains and live in the snowy mountains all year long of Canada. They're like, yeah. I think we're good as long as we can like figure out how to grow food and, you know, like get, make our own like indoor food growth thing, you know, whatever. I said, I said, yeah, I think we, I think we can make that work. I'll give you a little insight. The mountains are not always snowy all year round. So um, the snow usually flies in October and melts by eight. So you got a couple months of nice warm weather out there. So. Okay, so we'll prepare to uh, for the zombies coming, and then they should be gone by October. Got it. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like what we call snowbird season here in Florida. You know, the snowbirds flock down in October because away from the cold, and then they leave about April, May, and go home. So yeah, I got yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, in your opinion, tell us what job would you be terrible at doing? Hmm. Septic tank cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would that. Oh, yeah. I'd prefer not to do that. Also, no. <laughs> I don't know why that popped head, but it did. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, so if you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? Hmm, that's pretty cool because I have thought about that a few times and it's putting it in the order of everything is hard. Mm. But um, 
definitely pay off all my siblings' mortgages. And if they don't have one, then I'll be buying them a house or whatever. Obviously take care of my own finances. But I wanted to open up a a spiritual retreat place where people can learn peace and happiness and do their arts, their music. Like it can be like a music studio or a paint studio or whatever medium for art. So if I won like 70 million bucks, I have enough to make so many different venues for them. And then it wouldn't have to cost them anything. They could just come. I'll pay for their mediums and uh, go for it. Right. Beautiful. I love it. That's a great idea. <laughs> Tell me what's before, the last. I'm oh, sorry. Go <laughs> before I was musician, I always dreamt of making a ORV park for mm-hmm. off-road motor vehicles, and different tracks for different levels of people and like on motocross bikes and then all the trails first, uh, you know, cross country and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, the four by four quad trails and stuff. And now it probably be same thing for horses and um, not in trails for buggies, horse and carts. So there you go. That's what I would do. Oh, that's perfect. I, I think I'm at torn because like, there's a lot that I'd like to do, but I definitely would like to purchase an ATV because at this point in my life, I enjoy driving the ATVs. Like uh, we were in Utah and it was like sand trail dunes, things, whatever. We're on this trail with, with a guide and all that. And it was just a blast. It was just so awesome just to get out and still feel that adrenaline almost, but yet you're still in, you know, you feel more safe, I guess, in the little cart, you know? <laughs> Invincible. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, what's the last thing you read? Um, a Course in Miracles. <laughs> hey, that's much better than other people. I, I had someone read instructions one day. I'm like, okay, well, that's exciting. <laughs> don't don't let me borrow that book. I don't want to read it. So. <laughs> oh, well, very um technical i would have to say the last thing i read was uh rendezvous i'm through with you (laughs) so do you prefer boots or heels boots i think most of us do Mm. if they made a movie about your life who would play you or who would you want to play you sandra bullock Nice. Great choice. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Love her. Yeah. Okay. This next question might be a little difficult also. Where's Waldo? (laughs) Well, within a song, of course. Oh, I like that. That is one of the coolest answers that I've I've heard lately. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Uh, in your opinion, what's the best thing since sliced bread? Mmm, chaffles. Mmm. <laughs> I'm on a keto diet and I miss bread, so I make chaffles. It's uh, like a white bread, but mm-hmm. it's made with uh, almond flour, eggs, or egg whites, rather, mm-hmm. and baking 
soda and then you can add your own herbs and stuff and two teaspoons of water and you blend it all up and put it in a chaffle maker and it's like a mini waffle yeah. and then I can make a sandwich or a hamburger bun it's like yes that's nice one calorie each and then you you're full it's like yes those are awesome you can add always, uh, I always love different food items like that I love yeah yeah, you can add sweetener and cinnamon and you can, you know, put yeah. applesauce in it if you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so would you rather cook or order in? Cook. Do you have like a favorite meal? Uh, when uh, my zucchini is growing out of my ears, I like to uh, slice my zucchinis. Uh, in half and put olive oil on them and then this is dash lemon pepper shake it all over Mm -hmm. bake it for about 15 minutes on 350 I think it is and pull them out put a habanero um, cheese on there is it is it mozzarella habanero no habanero uh Havarti I think it is with habanero pepper in the cheese put a slice on that Put it back in the, uh, I put it in my toaster oven, actually. It's a little convection oven. <laughs> For another five minutes, melt the cheese, and then, ooh, that's so good. That sounds so, yeah. really good. It's savory. Okay, we might have it. to have a cooking with, with Crazy Woman Country next, because I'm telling you, all <laughs> these great recipes and things, I'm, I'm, and, and of course, it's always like dinner time when I'm doing these interviews. So, you know, I'm always sitting mm. here like we're talking food and I'm hungry. And yeah. And I, you know what? I love like when you're talking about zucchini, I could think I did the uh, took the inside out. Obviously, I ate that, but we made like um, little boats, whatever they were, almost like a stuffed pepper boat, but into the zucchini. Oh, that was really awesome with cheese, different cheeses and peppers and all. so many great food recipes. Healthy, too. <laughs> <laughs> In your opinion, what is the worst pizza topping? Uh, anchovies. Mm. A little fish. Yeah. Mm. I would definitely <laughs> second that one. Salty. <laughs> so how do you feel about pineapple, though? Is that like like a big argument? Because we've had that argument, like, I think early in the year, I think there was like, I had this group of yays and nays, and it was going to like be like this huge clash at one point. I'm like, ooh. Don't put you all in the same room. I'm a yay! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wonderful. What do you wish would magically clean itself? The house, the car, everything, you know. Oh, there's so many to pick. Um, Magically clean. Dishes. I know we got this. You know, I just want them to float into the dishwasher themselves and get washed. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. Tell me something on your bucket list. Oh, something else that's on my bucket list. I would like to go for a hot air balloon ride. Wonderful. Now, would you like to do that at the... uh... The, Fie- the balloon fiesta in New Mexico every year, like Albuquerque. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, man. That would be- uh, mm, I never uh, even considered out of the country, but yeah, I, I could go for that. <laughs> uh, 
the, the balloon fiesta is so cool. We were there uh, watching. I had to go for the launch the, the other year when we were in New Mexico. I'm like, I have to go. I'm like, we're, we were in Santa Fe, but I'm like, nope, I am going. I don't care if you're getting up at five. I'm getting up at 5 a.m. or 4 a.m., whatever it was. And we drove down and just it was so cool to watch that lighting. So if you ever get an opportunity well, to do that, I suggest do it. I lived near um, the highway and they have the circle roundabouts, the on and offs. And for whatever reason, the hot air balloon people like to go in the grass in the <laughs> roundabout. That's where yeah. they. And so they always had over my house and the horses <laughs> are like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should you should put a claim in there that says, hey, if you're scaring my horses, you got to take me for a ride, you know. There you go. Then yeah. I won't complain. <laughs> Oh, if you could be any person like Dolly Parton or Pat Benatar or a position like a CEO or a surgeon, who or what position would you like to be for the day and why? Oh, man. Um, My answer is very unconventional. Ah, uh, I think I would like to be a channeler uh, so that I can channel our God, whatever God anyone believes, and answer any questions that those people want to to learn, help people understand whatever it is that they're wanting to know. That so, is actually really cool. That's really cool. Thank you. I just want to help people. Absolutely. (laughs) So do you have any words of wisdom you live by? I've had a couple models that I've lived by. And one is uh, without the bat, I would have never known when it was good. So I am grateful for what was bad. And Another one is with every ending, there's a new beginning. So just because something's closing, it doesn't mean that's a bad thing. It means you now have a new opportunity to explore this, that, and the other thing. So, yeah. Those are both beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. So what do you have coming up for the rest of this year? Um, I know we were talking before we got on air, you have some new singles that might be coming out, um, some co-writes and things like that. Yeah, I have a co-write with Dean Ray and it's called Freedom. Currently we're in the middle of making the video. I wrote a song, uh, it's called Hunky Hottie and it's actually about my husband. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a country bumpkin, so it's really tongue-in-cheek. And uh, then I rewrote, or I didn't rewrite, I re-released Smile Today because the original version, it just wasn't me and I wasn't feeling it. So I changed the key and I changed the cadence and it's... (laughs) like a totally different song and it's way more catchy it's a little quicker and uh it's one of those songs that you might end up driving fast too so 
Warning, you cannot those- be held responsible for any tickets you might get. <laughs> yeah, no speeding tickets. Don't send my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're wonderful. It has been a pleasure having you on today. And you are mm. welcome back anytime. Thank you. I really enjoyed chatting with you, too. On air and off air. It was <laughs> great. Absolutely. And thank you all for joining us for another episode. I hope you all have a great day. Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.